Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. I tell you what, we got a show tonight that's really going to help a lot of people uh, with their dreams, with their goals, and just basically changing and doing something new with their life. Do you agree? I definitely agree. You know, Greg, when, when I thought about what we would talk about today, you know, it was kind of a continuation of our show from last week. The last two weeks. Well, actually, yeah, the last two weeks. And uh, I thought that this would be a great topic to, you know, to kind of segue into, you know, because we talked about taking your life back. We talked about overcoming fear, you know, and those are important things. You know, the first thing you have to do is you have to overcome the fear before you can take your life back. Yes. Because you're, if you're afraid to step out on faith and, you know, and, and to really grasp hold of your destiny, then there's no way you can over, you know, there's no way you can get to that point. Yes, yes. You know, so this show is a continuation of of what we'll call the series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But, yes, we're going to give a couple of points, pointers out uh, that we feel is very important to helping people live the life that they were created to live. And all of us have greatness in all of us. We we all have that. But some of us need a little bit more of a push than some of the others. And, Brian, I can tell you, if you're living and breathing and you can hear us and you can walk around and do do things, then you're blessed. There's so much more that you can do. But tonight's show is really, really going to be a positive and powerful show. So with that being said, oh, and if you have any questions or concerns or Whatever it is that you may have for us, give us a call at 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. Brian, I'm going to let you go first on something, some one of your pointers that you have. Well, tonight's show, uh, I don't think we mentioned it, it's called, it's entitled, Prioritize Your Life. Yes. Prioritize Your Life. And one of the things that we'll focus on in prioritizing your life is focusing. Mm. See, most people, when they're when they're out there and they have so many different things that they're working on and so many different things that they're involved in, you know, you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that, and you can never, you know, ha- you never have enough time to get all that stuff done. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes in order to get something done so you can go to the next project, you got to focus on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like if I'm if I'm working on a house and I start look, pouring a little bit of the foundation and then I start, you know, uh, grading the grass, you know, grading the land so I can plant the grass. If I don't complete the foundation, you know, why am I out there trying to do landscaping? <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's almost like when you're in there, when you finally got the house, you got one of the walls up, and you want to start painting it, but you haven't finished the other wall. So then you stop and you, you know what I mean? You're jumping on, you're trying to go to too many different projects when you need to focus on one, get that one, you know, done, which actually goes into one of the second topics that I want to talk about. But, you know, get that completed and then go on to the next one. You know, so you have to focus. You have to be, you have to have a clear mind. You have to have some type of clarity of what you're doing. Because if you're trying to do a million things at a time, it's almost guaranteed you're not going to get any of them done. That's true. And you know what, Brian, you and I, we're both, all the time we're confronted with these different things, these different streams of income. People are always contacting us and saying, you know, you need to do this. I can show you how to do this. But our answer to them is, okay, that's fine uh, for someone else. But we're trying to show you how to make this income. That's not our focus right now. Right. That's not our focus. Our focus is helping people as much as we can doing this show, be co- to be committed to this show and to do these things. But, you know, we can make, you can have so much money, you can do it. Well, that's not my, that, that's not my, th- money don't move me like that. It, right, right. With, with, with. 
with trying to do those things that you're talking about doing, those type of things that people come in and, and say, you, you guys need to do this to make money, I can show you how to do, get into this program, you get people up under you, and you, I, I don't have the time for that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do and focus on what we're doing right now. That's our focus, doing our research, getting, talking with people and doing that, and, and I don't have time to pull away from that because this is something that I love doing. And it's so important, Brian, that you the, the number one thing that you said was to focus. A lot of times, a lot of, a lot of us, we don't do that. We don't do that. We stay, we jump here, jump here, jump here, and then we miss out because we've spread our energy all over the place and we can't catch up now. Now we think, okay, maybe that wasn't a good idea, this, this dream that I had. Yeah, it's a good, it, your, your dream was great. You're just doing too many other different things. Stay focused on one thing, be committed to it, and watch what happens. You know, Greg, I, I liken it to I heard this story about there was, a, there was this guy, and he saw a bunch of people drowning in a boat. And he had two choices. He wanted to save everybody. Mm-hmm. And so he had two choices to, to make. Either one, he could try to save everybody, or two, he could save one person at a time. And see, those are the type of people we are. Some people will try to go and save all of them at at the same time. And, you know, you can't save everybody. And some other people will say, well, I'm going to get the person who I can get to first, get them out, then I'll go get the next person and get them out, and hopefully if I have enough time, I can save the last person. Mm. And, see, I think that's what we what we fail to do. And, you know, you want to be able to help everybody. You want to be able to serve everybody, mm-hmm. but you can't because in trying to serve everybody, you end up hurting everybody because you're not giving enough service to anybody. Right. You see what I mean? You're right. spreading yourself so thin that you're really not doing any justice. Yes. You know, That's but okay. if you focus on that one, let me get this one person straight. Now they're straight. Good. Let me go on to the next person. Now you you may not have helped everybody, but you helped that one person. Guess what? That one person can now help you. Yes. Or help someone else. Or help someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we talk about. You, you, you got to stay focused on whatever goal, whatever task, whatever dream, whatever desire that you have. Stay focused on that. Get it done. Yes. And then that by, by serving... You know, and we always talk about how we serve people. You know, we always, that's what we try to focus on with our show. We talk about helping others be more, do more, and have more. That's service. Yes. When you go out and you serve somebody, you get this feeling, and it, I mean, it's a great feeling. And it's not that we're trying to do it so people will pay for it or anything like that. You know, because like Greg said before, we've gotten all these offers to do this. Hey, you know, you guys do great on the radio show. You know, you guys want to get involved in this. You can build a big team. You guys talk to people, so you're great at talking to people. And, you know, a lot of the people, we tell them, you're missing out on a reason why we talk to people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's great that we can go out and make a bunch of money for, uh, you know, up lines and down lines and half lines and everything else. But our focus is to help others be more, do more, and have more from what they already have. Mm-hmm. Not from what somebody else can offer them, and that's so true. That's something uh, we we like. I said we hit with it all the time, but that's okay. That's okay. My number one, Brian. That was your number one, Brian. Was focus. Focus. My my number one is faith. Mm-hmm. I think that comes. That's so important that you have faith because you know what? If you don't have faith, and you and whatever it is that you're trying to do, the other person will know that you're lacking in that. So that's why a lot of times when people are trying to do things, they can't do them because they can't sell whatever their product is or whatever it is they're trying to do. They can't talk the other person into doing it with them. It's because that person sees and they understand that you are lacking in having faith and you don't even believe in what you're doing. So that's why a lot of times we fail is because we don't have the faith. We don't truly believe that we can do it. 
But if you focus on that one thing and stay committed, if you stay committed to it, then your faith will grow. Little by little, it'll grow, it'll grow, it'll grow. Before you know it, you've built an empire. Mm -hmm. If you stay focused and if you have that faith. Now, faith isn't, well, I'm going to try this, but I I, want to know what I'm looking at. I want to know where I'm going to be in a couple of months. I want to know what kind of money I'm going to make. You've already messed up when you do that. That's not faith. (laughs) That's not faith. If you could see it and then you say, okay, well, now I'll step in it. That's not faith. Faith is not you not seeing it, but you believing that it's already there, so you start walking in it before you see any results. Well, that's too much of a chance. I'm not taking a chance like that. I have a family. I have this. I have that. Well, don't complain with what you have. Because if you don't have the faith to step out there and do it, then it's just going to always just be in your mind. Hmm. You know, Greg, I think about when I think about people that step out on faith, you know, and I'll try to put it in the easiest terms I can think of. It's like when people go out and they bungee jump. (laughs) (laughs) Now, most people will say, man, there's no way I'm getting out there and jumping. And others will say, oh, that's simple. You just put the cord around your feet. Don't worry. It won't pop. And the people that jump, you know, I would say that 96, 97% of the people that jump off those things, probably 98, 99%, don't have a worry. You know, they, they make it. It's that 1% that we hear about, and I think that that's what deters us, and that's what breaks a lot of people's faith in bungee jumping, mm-hmm. you know. And it's the same thing with, with, um, with people. When they see somebody that doesn't succeed at it, or they see somebody and they hear something about, oh, man, you, you see, they messed up, or they failed at that, so I can't do that. They never look at the people who are successful at it. They tend to look at the people who couldn't do it, and then those people who couldn't do it, they'll tell you, well, I couldn't do it, so I'll make you think you can do it. And, Brian, you know? that's and the they wrong let them focus. break their faith. And that's the wrong kind of focus because they're focusing on the things <laughs> that's negative about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, yes, and that's the sad part. And another thing, too, Brian, a lot of our friends will tell us, and a lot of people will tell us that, you can't do this. Maybe you need to be careful. You know, don't don't put your heart into what you're doing. And that's the, the the opposite of what you should be doing. Put your heart in it. Don't try to protect your heart. If your heart is going to be broken, that's okay. It can be mended back. That's okay if you get rejection. If someone says you can't do this, you can't do that. That's okay. It's okay. Continue on. Stay focused. Be committed. And still have your faith. And sometimes you just have to keep your faith and whatever it is that you're doing to yourself. Because you don't oh, need yeah. to hear that negative talk. You don't need to hear that. So the two tops right now, Brian, yours was focus, mine was faith. What do you have next? All right. Focus was the first one. The second I want to talk about is fight. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, when people that. hear that, they're like, fight? You want me to fight? What do you mean? Do you mean like fighting somebody? You know? No, I want you to fight for what you believe in. See, we're talking about priorities. You have to fight to get yourself right. You have to fight to get yourself back into the position you were supposed to be in. Think about it when when you see like um brand new puppies or you know brand new kittens or whatever and they're and they're trying to get nursed from their mom. Mhm. If you notice, those little puppies will fight to get in there. They're, they'll push whichever one's in the way. They'll push them out of the way, and they're going to fight to get what they need. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what they want, but what they need. See, most people will fight for what they want, but they won't fight for what they need. Mm-hmm. They look for other people to, to supply what they need. To Oh, can you help me out here with this, something that I really need? I need your help to get this. But when it's something that they want, it's something that they desire, sometimes they just won't fight. I mean, sometimes they'll fight for that. 
but they won't fight for something they really need. And so that's why I say fight. See, once you get focused on something, then you know that's something that you believe in. That's something that you'll not literally die for, but mentally you'll die for it. You'll, you'll kill your negative thoughts for it. And that's true. You see, you'll kill those negative thoughts that are out there. And you'll focus, once you start focusing on the positive thing, I'm going to get this done, you'll fight for that belief. Yeah, Brian, you know, we fight for so many things that we don't necessarily need. I saw a guy today, I was at the bank, Brian, I saw a truck, it was probably a 1970 truck or whatever it was. And this this young guy, he had this old truck and it was painted a certain color. And then, I mean, it was an old truck. And then... On the uh, you look at the rims, the rims probably cost more than the truck. Mm-hmm. Now he probably fought to get those rims. He probably saved up for a long time to put those rims on his truck. And you know what? I'm not talking against what he did, but he was at a bank. Let's say he wanted his own business, and he he's in there to get a loan. Those rims right there could probably be the beginning of your business. See, we 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 fight. We'll substitute different things to get what we want, not what we need. When you have a dream, that's a need. That's not a want. Well, if it's a want, you won't get it. It has to turn into a need. It has to be something that you uh, desire is the word that that I'm really looking for. You have to desire that thing. So a lot of times, Brian, when these people are buying these different things, they're fighting for those things. And, Brian, sometimes what they'll do, they'll cut money out of this bill to pay for this item that they want. Not what they need, but for something that they want. They know how to go without or sacrifice for their want. But what about their dreams and their goals? They're not fighting in that matter, the same manner. They don't, they're not going at it the same way. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. That fight thing is something that's really serious, and I think it's so important, Brian, that we that, that we explain that, and I think we did that. So, yeah, that that, that was great. Mm-hmm. All right, Greg, what do you have next? Oh, I have, well, the first, the, the first three was focus, faith, fight, and I have family. And the mm. reason I chose family is your family can either shape, or mold you into whatever it is that you want and desire. They can help you with that. So many times our family are the ones that talk against us, not all the times because we may feel that they're jealous, but out of love they may feel that, you know what, Brian, um, I don't think you need to try that because if you, you know, if you get hurt, I don't want to see you get hurt now. You're putting everything into this. You're putting all that you have into this one project that you want or this need or this dream or whatever. Then you start thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe I shouldn't do it. Now, you're going to, you're going to not, well, you're not going to like what this person did to you years from now. You're going to hold that person responsible. You're going to say, you know what? If such and such wouldn't have told me not to do it, I'd be living my dream, I'd be living my goals. And how many times Brian and family told us, don't do this, don't try that. If you try it, no one has ever been able to do that. So what makes you think you you could do it? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I've heard that so many times, uh, especially in my youth. I can remember when, when it, it wasn't necessarily family, but it was like teachers. And this was so crazy. These were teachers that were telling me, don't go to a black school. If you go to a black school, you won't get a decent job. You know, and I'm like, well, what What do you mean? Well, you want to you wanna do computers. So you don't want to go to a black school because they don't have good computer programs. And then I can remember that the president of Symantec, is an African-American, and he went to FAMU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, when you hear people make those type of comments and, you know, and they're basically, they're, they're, they're saying like, oh, I'm trying to help you, you know. And I can remember this same particular teacher, and, you know, it's no disrespect to her, 
But she told another one of my friends, go to the University of Florida. They have a great pro- uh, program, and you'll, you'll do great there. And the kid went there, and he absolutely hated it. He hated it. He said it was so bad, and he literally, now this guy was a like a 4.0, 3.8, 4.0 student in high school, and he was a bookworm. He flunked out his sophomore year. Mm. He said that's just how bad it was because he said it was like he was on an island and nobody would help him. But he took the advice of someone to go to a school that he really didn't feel comfortable going to. He said he didn't like the environment. He didn't like anything about it. And I kept telling him, come to FAMU. You'll love it. And finally... And when he flunked out of University of Florida, he just went home and went to community college and managed to get his degree. But he said, I wish I would have listened to you, Brian. I'm thinking, <laughs> when people told me that, I said, oh, no, this is where I'm going. Nobody's going to stop me from going where I want to go yeah. because this is where I believe I need to be. Know what you want. Know what you desire. Trust your own instincts because you're, it's your life. It's your life. And if someone speaks into your life or they said do this or do that and you don't do it now, see, you can't. You don't have anybody to blame if you're doing it and you're making the decisions on your own. Because, you, you know, if you think about it and you stay focused and you stay committed, there is no failure to it. You're going to be successful. Brian, how many times have you desired to do something and you failed at doing it? You know, I can say that I've never failed at something that I desired to do. I just didn't. I just didn't complete the task. Mm-hmm. I I guess when I when the going got tough, I gave up on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. It, it it wasn't as if I, I that I was you know prevented from doing it. It was more like, you know what? I'm tired of this. Let me try something else. You know, it was. Mm-hmm. It, it, I had that mentality that. You know, it wasn't a big deal, you know, okay, this is something I wanted to do, but I didn't really have to do it. It wasn't that important. And so I just said, on to the next thing. And, Brian, you know what? You probably have no idea how close you was to breaking that dream wide open. I can believe that. <laughs> it happens all the time. It happens all the time. We'll say it. So, you know what, I've tried this. Let me go to something. Have you really tried it? Have you really tried whatever it is that you want to do? Have you given it an honest effort? No, because you try it, somebody will say you can't do it, or you go this place and try to do this, and you can't get it. Hmm. You can't get it. But, Brian, my next one is we've, we've gone over focus, faith, family, and fight. And, Brian, my next one is friends. Mm-hmm. Friends have a lot to do with your environment because you choose them. You choose them. And I guarantee if you look at your top five friends, you guys are so much alike until it's crazy. Wow. You'll start doing the things that they do, and they'll start doing the things that you do, and now you're in one big mess. If that person is not pushing you into your destiny, into your dreams or your goals or whatever, and then I ask you what is it that you want to be, then, you know, you might need to cut your time short with this individual. Absolutely. Yeah, Brian, I'm I'm sure you you have an example. I'm sure there's something that you've gone through in your life when dealing with friends and they were not as supportive as maybe they should have been. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, also, when when it comes to friends, a lot of times your friends are the ones that you can, and I'm talking about real friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about those that you hang around or you might see every now and then. I'm talking about your true friends. These are the people who you can depend on when you begin to get your life in order. Mm-hmm. Because a real friend will tell you, you know, how, let me say it like this. A real friend will tell you when your stuff stinks. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. I just put it frank, just like that. A real friend will tell you, you know what? You stink right now. Mm-hmm. You really stink. You know? And they'll say it in confidence, and they'll say it in a way that you will really understand. You know what? My friend really care about me because nobody else was telling me that I stunk. And he came out or she came out, and they just laid it on the table and said it. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's something that I needed to hear right now. Mm-hmm. You know? And so a lot of times you'll get that from a real friend. Yeah, so that's from true. from that's those true. those what did my mother used to say those fair weather friends those sometime and friends that's what she used to say sometime and friends that means oh, sometime yeah. they're your friend and sometime they're your worst enemy mm-hmm. and the only time they're your friend is when they can get from you you gotta you gotta prioritize your life in a way that those friends those so called friends those sometime and friends. They don't. They don't. They don't factor into your future. Mm. Because, like you know, it's like this: if you hang around the same people all the time, doing the same thing, and you're expecting to be something different than what you've been all that time before, that's crazy. Insanity. What's the definition of, ins- of insanity? Doing the same thing. The same way, looking for a different result. That's crazy. That is. That's so true. And so you, if you're hanging around the same people doing the same thing, and you're looking to do something different, oh, no, you're going to get the same result. Two Brad, plus two will never equal three. Brian, I'm going to say something, and a lot of people might get mad at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. Brian, let's go on our lunch break. Let's go down and watch the stories. <laughs> let's, let's go watch the soaps. <laughs> What's positive in that? People say, well, it's just entertainment. It's just something that I watch. Be very careful because you are what you allow to come inside of you. If you're looking at uh, fornication, if you're looking at cheating husband or cheating spouse or somebody beating on somebody or someone trying to kill somebody, your thoughts become that person's thoughts. Now, I'm not saying that you see somebody on television kill somebody. You go up, you'll go out and do the same thing. Now, some people do. Some people will do that. And they accept these things that go on in their life, and they go home and they play, they play these games with their spouse. They play these games with their family because that's what they've been watching on television. Oh, girl, this is how you can get him. I, I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. Or the guys, okay, this is how you should sleep with this girl. This, this is, this, I saw this on television, and this is how it needs to be done. So I know, I know it's working. Uh, so, Brian, be careful who you call your friends because you are the one that chooses them. Hmm. So, Brian, what do you have next? Next I have prepare. Mm. <laughs> And everybody, I'm sure, is saying, wait a minute, he got off the F's. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one is this one should have actually been first. Yes. You have to prepare for your future. You have to prepare for your present. And when you're prioritizing the things that go on in your life, you have to have a list of things that you want to happen right. You've got to have a, thing that, thing, a, a list of things that you don't want to see happen. Write them down. Write them out. List them and read them. If you know you have a problem with being just a little too kind to people, mm-hmm. then I'm not saying being kind is a bad thing, but if you know that people tend to take advantage of you and they leave you drained, you know, when you're trying to help them, they just they, they come in like swooping in like vultures, and they just take and drain you of all your resources to you need the help now, and then they can't offer you the help. You know that the th- first thing you got to do is you got to stay away from those type of people. Mm-hmm. So you got to prepare yourself when they come when they're coming around again. You got to prepare yourself for that. That's right. Okay, I got to learn how to say no, even though it's the hardest thing for me to do because my heart really wants to 
help them. My heart goes out to them. I want to do the right thing, but I have to learn how to say no. I always tell people, the first person you got to take care of is you. Mm-hmm. If you don't take care of you, you're no good to anybody else. That's right. You know, and I mean, I mean, because I know people. I mean, I used to be like that. I've had friends who, you know, that that I love like brothers. You know, and I've done things for them, helped them out, looked out for them, gave them money, gave them a place to stay, gave them food when they had none. And some of them have turned around and stabbed me in the back. Some of them have borrowed my money, and I hadn't seen them. You know, and or, no, I tell you what, I've had some that have borrowed money from me. And then had the money to pay me back and wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> get an attitude when you ask about it. Oh, yeah, and we'll get mad. Oh, And we'll be like, man, you got the money. Why are you worrying about that couple dollars? That wasn't no big deal. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. It was a big deal when you needed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, in my walk, it's not that I cut those people off. I didn't cut them off. It's just that I don't have the same type of relationship that I had with them before. You know, I'll talk to them. We're best friends, love them to death. But when it comes to something like, can I borrow some money? I said, well, let's see. The answer is, oh, I know y'all hate this. No. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love you like a brother. Do anything for you except for share or or give you, see, not not even share. Now, if I'm sharing something with you, that's different. That means I have enough. But if you're borrowing something from me, then that means that you intend to pay it back. That's what borrowing does. You have terms that are related to borrowing. Keyword intend. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's the thing. I always tell people, if you can't afford to lose it, don't lend it. That's right. Because some folks will, will borrow your stuff, and you won't get it back. And then when you when you need it back, you won't get it back. Especially when you need it back. Brian, I'll say this about prepare, and that is a powerful, powerful one. You have to see whatever it is that you want or desire. You have to see it before you can have it. Mm. Happens all the time. Brian, when you wanted your truck, when you wanted whatever it is that you wanted, you saw yourself driving that vehicle. You saw you had you had already picked it out. You had already did everything. All you had to do was go in and do the paperwork, finalize what you saw, and that's what happens when you you go in a furniture store. You see all this furniture that you want. A lot of people say, "Well, I'm just window shopping." Okay, but when you get the money, what do you call it? You're shopping. You're going to get it. So mm-hmm. you already have it in your mind what you want. You're just waiting for the funds to come in. But because of that thing that you desired and you kept going to the store, you, you, what you were doing and you really didn't realize it, you were working your faith. Not even knowing it, you were working your faith. And because you stuck with it, because you stayed there with it and said, you know what, I'm going to be committed to this thing. Now, Brian, a lot of times they don't say that, but they said to other people, I'm going to get this furniture. I'm going to get this vehicle I want this job. I'm going to get the job. I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm going to get it. Whatever I have to do to get it, that's what I'm going to do to get it. But, Brian, my, my, my advice is make sure whatever it is that you're doing and the way that you're going after it, make sure it's legal, make sure it's moral, that you don't go out and hurt anybody. You don't do these different types of things. But if you stay with it, whatever it is that you want, it will open up for you. It may not be tonight. It may not be tomorrow or next week or next month. But if you stay with it and you stay at it, you do the necessary things to to stay in position, which Brian just said, you're preparing for it. See, you won't get something if you're not prepared for it. You It, it won't come to you that way. You have to be prepared for that thing. And, Brian, how many times were you... You you, you you wanted something, and you said, you know, I want this, I'm going to go. I don't know why I won't get it. And then when you really sit back and you think, about, I'm so glad I didn't get that. I'm so glad I didn't get it. <laughs> Brian, I know you've been there. Oh, yeah. I know you've oh, been well, there. Well, yes, absolutely. 
you know, I mean, I, now, that, now that you said that, it, it kind of registered. I can remember there was a time when I wanted, this was my, I think this was my sophomore year in college, and I wanted to buy a car. And the car that I wanted was a 62 Chevy Impala convertible wow. with uh, candy paint on it. It had uh, bars and bows. If anybody know what bars and bows, that's old school. <laughs> yeah. But it had bars and vogues on it. And this is what I wanted. And I had the money to buy it. And my mother would not let me get it. She said, no, no, no. You will not buy that gangster car and take it to school. And I'm thinking, Mom, but it's all fixed up already. I don't have to do anything to it. And she kept saying, you're not buying that car. Now, I was 18. I could have easily gone out and bought the car anyway. Mm. I had my own money, and I could have done it. But the first thing she said, she said, if you buy that car, you'll buy everything else you need. <laughs> and I said, Mom, you're trying to hold me hostage. She said, you just don't understand now, but one day you will. And so I was upset. Of course, I went and bought another car, a little beat-up raggedy truck that I love <laughs> to death now. My truck used to take me everywhere. <laughs> but it wasn't what I wanted initially. Yeah. And so... When I when I look back on that situation, had I bought that car that was already fixed up and it had this on it and that on it and convertible top and it was, you know, plush interior and the sound in the back and everything, I would have been an automatic target for drug dealers and Yes, thieves. yes, yes. In the state of Florida, yes. Yeah. I would have been and every and, and police officers would have assumed that because I was in that type of car, that I fit the profile of a drug dealer. Mm. Now, Brian, you're older. You have your own family. You mm -hmm. still can go out and get that 1962 or whatever it is that you want. You still can go out and get it now. Do you still want it? No. <laughs> no, actually, actually, what I want is a Maserati. But you know, well, you still, you know, go ahead and prepare for it. That's, that's what I said, but I'm, I'm still preparing for it. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about this thing right right now, Brian. We're going to talk about this Maserati, this thing that you want. Now, mm -hmm. now, there's nothing wrong with wanting nice things. A lot of people hold that against you and say, well, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. That's just crazy. No, 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 no. You can have that thing if you dream it. You can have it. So, Brian, my advice to you is go down to the place. Maserati dealership. Sit in it. Feel <laughs> it. You're preparing for it. You know what color you want. You got to pick that out. Go ahead and pick all. Go ahead and pick all of that out. See yourself driving it. See everything. And you know, money has no meaning to the to your dreams. It has no meaning. It's funny that we can dream for little bitty things. That okay, well I'll get this in a couple of weeks when I get the money. That's not faith. Mm. -mm. Faith is when you know when you know you don't have the ninety thousand dollars to buy this vehicle or or, or hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars to buy this car or this house. But if you work your faith and you stay on it and you stay committed and focused and you watch the people that you're around, family I'll say, and you watch your friends and you fight for that thing and you prepare for it, Brian, I guarantee you, you'll get it. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. You know, my favorite book says, and this is for all the people who don't believe that you should go out and, and get nice things when, you when you know, because most people think, oh, well, you know, I, I don't think you should go out and get all that stuff. You know, it's not, a, it's not a necessity, so don't get that. My favorite book says, if a man does not work, neither should he eat. Mm. So... I'm going to flip that around it and say, if you work hard, eat well. Mm -hmm. If you work hard for what you want and work hard and you, and you provide for, you know, you, you provide for what you have to provide for and you have a little bit left over and you think that maybe you want to not necessarily spoil yourself, but just give yourself something a little extra more than what you need, I don't see a problem with that. 
That's right. I really don't. Because if you're working hard for it, then you should be able to enjoy a little bit of it. And, Brian, I'm sure you're not talking about when you say when a person works hard. I know you're not talking about the labor part, the, the physical part of it, of having three and four jobs. My understanding, what I'm getting from you on this is, are you working your faith? Work that harder than ever before. You know dream what? Dream that I'm, dream. Yeah. I'm actually talking about both. Yeah. Because the thing is, you can work hard and you can work smart. Now, here's my, here's my take on that. Working hard. You're out there on a job, and it's very physically demanding or mentally demanding. See, working hard is not necessarily a physical activity. It's a, it can also be a mental activity. You're working hard. Maybe you have to think up something that has never been thought before, thought of before. So you're out there, and you're working hard. And when you've completed that task, you know, you're physically drained. You're mentally drained. You're emotionally drained, you know. You should be able to enjoy at least some of the benefits that you've reaped from working like that. Now, working smart is while you're out there working hard on whatever job you're in, whatever task you're doing, you also learn not not only learn how to, to work that job, but you learn how to take ownership of that job. So that at any, any given time, if you're called upon to do a task that nobody has seen you do before, they say, hey, man, you need to do this because somebody's not here. You need to have been around that person that's not there long enough to pick up the skills they have, acquire that knowledge, and use it. Because nobody says that that next day after you've done that task won't be your last day at that job. Mm. So if it is the last day at that job... Take that knowledge that you now have, and now it's yours, and you can use it. Mm. Greg, I, had, I'm, I'm, I was going to wait and leave this one to the end since it is sort of like the, the end all, but I'm going to talk about it right now. Okay, go ahead. Finish. That's my next talk. Finish. Finish what you start. Yes. I know so many people, myself included, sometimes I don't finish things that I start. But now I'm getting to the point where I understand that I have to finish. I have mm-hmm. to finish that. If it's a task I'm doing, it has to be done. It has to be finished. So many of us, we start doing something, then we get out of focus. We stop preparing. We stop fighting for it. Mm-hmm. We lose faith. Mm-hmm. Our family gets in the way. We want to hang out with our friends or we listen to our friends. And then we don't finish what we start. If you look back over your life, this is what Greg always says. If you look uh, back over your life and just think about the things that you were working on, that you're still working on, you'll notice you haven't finished a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things you have left unfinished. That's right. Now, just imagine if you did a job and were waiting to get paid and somebody forgot to finish paying you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, think about that. Yes. Uh, Brian, you know what? I'll say this. The... Finishing is so important. We give up so quick. What What is the saying, Brian? We It's not over till the fat lady sings? It's not over till the fat lady sings. But it's Brian, not over till it's over. But, Brian, when just, I've heard a lot of people say this all the time, but we give up when she's just clearing her throat. Wow. <laughs> we, we, we give up before that. She hadn't even started singing yet. We're throwing in the title. If we haven't done something, if we've never finished anything in your life before, if you can hear my voice tonight or tomorrow, whenever you listen to this show, if you haven't ever finished anything in your life, choose something and finish it for once. Finish it. Finish it. Brian, I think we have a caller. Yes. Let's go to... 
the caller in the 919 area code. Caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, hi, caller. Hello, how are you? We're fine. you have a question or a comment? Um, I actually just came on the line. Um, one of my friends referred me to the show, so I was just coming on to listen. So I, I haven't really got an understanding of uh, what the topic is. Okay. The topic okay. is prioritizing your life. That's that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the things that we need to do to get and have and live the life that we were created to live. And I'll, I'll call these out to you. Uh, Brian's top were focus, fight, prepare, and finish. And mine is faith, family, friends, and I have one more. So are, are you living the life that you were created to live, Carla? Um, I'm trying to. Uh, I, I, I'm... I've been told what my purpose is, and um, I've only actually been uh, walking with the Lord for two years, and uh, I experienced a lot of hurt in my life, and um, I think the, 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 the things that are holding me back right now are, you know, holding on to things of the past and, and letting stuff go. Well, let me ask you this. Do you know about that powerful tool called forgiveness? I know about it. Uh, it's hard to do, um, especially when it's it, it, it's those who are closest to you who who hurt you, and, and you've been hurt over and over again. Um, you know, I, I've I've been praying to the Lord to um, to change my heart and to help me to forgive. So, you know, uh, you know, I I I know that I do need to forgive. So I, I know what needs to be done is just getting there. Yes, and you know what? You know what? You said something that the people that hurt you—I don't know who hurt you—but I'll say this, and I say it all the time. If you, you know, start listening to our show, you hear me say this all the time. There's no hurt like family hurt. There's absolutely no hurt like family hurt. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you're going through in your life, whatever it is that you're hurting and you can't get past, it's because you you haven't learn how to forgive because once you forgive and you truly forgive see you're walking in victory right now and you're probably not even aware of it whatever that pain was that person caused on you you're walking you've walked through that you're you're walking in victory right now but you in your mind you're thinking about the past and the past keeps coming up and now it's almost as if you start feeling guilty and you start feeling depressed so I say to you, learn to forgive. It's a hard thing now. It's not easy. And you said you've been battling with that, right? Oh, I've battled with it all my life. Wow. Even as a child. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, but you know, tonight, Greg, I, I have is, a question. And the people that I, I just as soon as I, I, I learn to forgive one person, then it seems like another one comes back to back. Wow. And you know, it's all, like you said, it's all family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you one thing. Well, well I want to ask you this question. Have you embraced your purpose? Um, no, because I've been told that my ministry is for hurting women. And um, even trying to be fruitful in my deliverance, it's like, I'm, I'm like, God, how can I help other women when I'm still hurting myself? You know, it, and it's funny because when I hear people say that, well, I'm not ready yet, it, you know, there's, there's so many different examples in my favorite book that talks about people who believe they weren't ready to do something that, they were, that, that was their purpose in life. And so if you've already been told that that is your purpose, that's what you're supposed to do, now you have to step out on what was your, what was your first one, Greg? <laughs> See, this is a great show. This is a, this is a great show just for the simple fact that I'm going to go right down the line. See, we talked about focusing. So if if, this, if you're in your purpose, you have to focus on your purpose. You have to prepare for your purpose. You have to fight for your purpose. Your friends and your family may you may have to cut some folks off, 
or you may have to embrace those same people because they may be your purpose or part of your purpose. You have to have faith that if that's what your purpose is, you can fulfill it. And then you have to finish. You see? Well, you got to finish. There's another one I have on here, Greg. I have, we haven't gone to that one yet, but I'm going to talk about that one now because it, it fits. Mm-hmm. Persevere. Yeah. Persevere. Finish. You have to keep going. You have to strive. It's, it's, it's sort of similar to fighting, but see, fighting means you're, going, you're not going to let anybody take you out. Persevering means you're going to keep going no matter what the cost. See, you can't let anybody just sway you or deter you. So that's why persevere and fight, they go together. Because, see, when you're fighting, sometimes you can give up and you say, I'm not, I don't want to fight no more. No, you got to persevere. you got to keep on going. Well, it's not coming fast enough. What, what, what do I need to do? I, I need to do this. Well, no, when you do that, you're stepping in and you're, you're making big mistakes. You're making a big mistake. And Brian, what we do is we compare our lives to the to 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 a lot of other people that you can't do that. You can't compare your life. Let's say Brian, you you're receiving gifts and you're you're getting all these things, and I'm on the other hand not receiving anything. I'm not going to get upset because I know mine is coming. I I, I know mine is coming. Right. And the, right. The important thing tonight, Brian, I'm going to let you go back to what you were saying, is we have to know our purpose in life. That's mm-hmm. the question that's keeping a lot of people awake. That's the thing that's, that a lot of us are running from, and that's one of the things that we're most afraid of. It, if we embrace those three things, I tell you, your life will change in a drastic way, and it will change so fast that you won't even have time to realize what you're in. But I'm going to let you go ahead and finish, Brian. Well, what I was saying with the persevering, and, you know, you got to fight, you got to per- persevere. So many people, when they find out what their purpose is or when they think they know what their purpose is, they just don't prepare for it. They're not ready for it. Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm not ready. Well, nobody's ready when they first find out what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first wanted to be a computer programmer, I didn't know how to program. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the hardest thing for me to figure out. But, Brian, why do we think when we start off in things that we have to be, we have to top it out, we have to be at the top of our game? But we, we're talking about something that we've never done before. So when we go into it, we have the mind frame that I'm going to master this right now. And, and if it doesn't happen right now, it takes time to be trained and taught in how to do these things. We get upset because... We're not used to it. We're, we don't know. It's a, it's a challenge. It's something new. But we think we're supposed to be uh, experts right off of the bat. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. Microwave society. Uh, we want everything instant. Think about it. We got instant coffee, instant oatmeal, instant tea, instant, instant. <laughs> <laughs> we got instant everything. That, you know? That's so true. Instant rice, what was it, minute rice, quick rice, quick grits, quick, quick, <laughs> you uh, know. Yeah. Everything is so quick, we want things to happen right now. We can't wait. We're impatient. Why is it this happening fast enough? I've been doing this for 30 seconds now. It should have been, I should be rich, you know. I should have all I need, and we're so impatient. You know, yeah. in my favorite book, it said that that once this man knew his purpose, he had to wait 40 years before he could fulfill it. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You find out what your purpose is, and then you got to wait 40 years before you're supposed to actually go and do it. That's right. But we find out our purpose, and, you know, in, in three weeks from now, we all frustrated because we can't be on top of our – we can't be at the top. That's right. Well, Brian, I have one more. We have about five minutes left in the show. I have one more. Mm-hmm. And that one is, I couldn't determine uh, the saying of it or whatever, but I, the, the the real meaning of it, but I, 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 I made a word plus a slash, so it's two words. It's fitness slash health. Uh-huh. If you don't take care of yourself and your health is not with you, 
What good are you to others? Wow. How can you reach them? Well, Greg, I want to I want to add something. Not just physical health either. Right. I was going to say that. Yes. <laughs> yes, and that's so important that you truly have the mental stability to to hang in there and do what you do. And Brian, you know when we go out and we speak to people all the time. Mm-hmm. We we go out and we talk to people all the time. And I can tell you how many times have we come out of that detention center just drained to, I mean, just there's absolutely nothing left in the tank. Hmm. How many times has that happened for you? You know, it's funny because sometimes I'm drained and sometimes I'm energized. Yes. You know, and that's the thing that gets me. Sometimes it, you know, when I when I get all of that that I'm supposed to get out, it's almost like I, as soon as I get that out, I'm I'm full again, mm. and I'm and I'm ready to fight again. Mm. You know, and and I think it's because whenever you, whenever you, uh, let's I'm gonna say this to everybody that's listening. Whenever you come out of something completely drained, and then you can get full right away again, you know that you're working in your purpose. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're doing something that you're supposed to do. You know, I, I have, you know, I work in the computer field, and there's a gentleman that works with me, and he's an older guy, and uh, he has a love for computers. He loves computers. He used to be a school teacher, and he always had a love for computers. And he worked for for school boards, and he te- he taught for like 15 years. But he said, I always wanted to work on computers. Now, in the morning, when he gets to work, he's dressed up. He's got his shirt and tie on. He's neat. And by the time he leaves, he is complete. His tie's loose. His shirt's all out. And his hair's a mess. And it's like, man, what have you been doing? He said, I've been working. And I love it. I mean, that's his attitude. He really enjoys what he does, and he'll tell you that any given day. You can call him at 2 in the morning, and he's ready to work. If you talk about computers, he's ready to go because mm. he says, this is what I was born to do. And, Brian, I think that that was so key and so awesome and powerful that when the first caller that we had to call in, mm-hmm. I think I think – this show was really geared towards what you're trying to do. Yeah. And that's and that's so key. But I'll say this to everybody that's out there, whatever your dreams are, whatever your goals are, they're not too big because you didn't pick those dreams. You didn't pick those. If you do your background, if you if you do your homework, if you do your research on the top people, yeah, let's just say Fortune five hundred. I'm just throwing that out there because it's not always about money. I'm just throwing that out there. Do your homework on that. And look at the, the the resistance that came against these people, but they were able to uh, persevere and get and reach their goals and their dreams. Just listen to Oprah. She's telling you all the time that this is no cakewalk. But if you stay focused, you have the faith, you, you, you watch and monitor the people that come in and out of your life, and you take care of yourself and you have your good health, and if you focus, fight, prepare, and finish, that's key, Brian. That's key. But Brian, Absolutely. we have about a, we have about a minute left in the show. I, I want you to uh, say whatever it is that's on your heart to to all of the listeners. You know what I truly believe is that every person, whether you can hear me or not, has the ability to prioritize their life. They have to get themselves together to the point where they know what their purpose is, they believe in that purpose, they begin to prepare to fight, to focus, to have faith, to invest time, which is one we didn't get to, but it's just as important, to be physically and mentally fit so that their friends and family can truly see that they have the willpower finish. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Please join us on Wednesday as we have another powerful speaker coming on. 
Greg, will you give her, her Barbara name? Barbara Evans. Barbara, Barbara Evans. Evans. Yes. Okay. Please join us on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. With that being said, we thank you and God bless. Blog Talk Radio.